This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Hello, Gordon. Larry, what's going on, my friend? Tom Brady looks pretty good. He looks well, alive. Looks, looks, looks better than he has, yeah. I don't know that... Uh... I, would, I, I don't know if I'm going to be writing any rave reviews about no, it. No, 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 no. But I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about. Honestly, I'm concerned about Todd Bowles because I know who's going to take the fall for the season. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, the good <laughs> news for them Todd. is they would still play in the NFC South, and yeah. that division is terrible. So uh, you know, like if you're saying that the Bucks, the, the Bucks could lose another five in a row and still probably be in five. I mean, who's going to beat them? The Falcons, the Panthers, the Saints? I don't think so. So uh, even though they've had a very disappointing season by their standards, there's still um, a lot to uh, to play for, and, and the uh, the fact is that they are in the perfect division to have a slow start to the season and not be behind the eight ball. Now, not that I'm comparing the two, and we're going to talk baseball in a couple of minutes. Not that I'm comparing the two players, Gordon, but on that third and thirty-six, I thought I was watching. Uh, Zach Wilson <laughs> yeah. earlier in the first or the <laughs> second quarter when when Lamar Jackson kept going further back and further back I'm like will you throw the ball away and then when he does there's not a receiver in sight <laughs> yeah well you know when he runs around you, you you know that there's always the possibility that he's waiting for that one little crack and if it if it if it materializes he's going to You're exploit done. it yeah <laughs> Zach has not exactly been able no. to show that so far. Like I said, I'm not comparing the two, but no, it was no, similar. No. Yeah. <laughs> it was similar. I'm like, where have see, I seen this before? Exactly. It's like, see, listen, if I'm LaFleur, I go and I said, you see this? This is why we don't want you to run backwards. See, no. this is this is why. Nothing, this nothing is good why. is coming from him running backwards. Not at all. Not at all. Dan Grassi did a fabulous job talking some football, Gordon, so we'll take a breather with the football. Let's talk a little baseball, shall we? And, and what really struck me, were some comments from some former Yankees about the situation with the Yankees. All right, so let's start with Derek Jeter. Now, Derek Jeter uh, weighed in. A lot of conversation about uh, Aaron Boone staying on as manager of the Yankees. There's some who are not surprised, like us. There are others, like Mariano Rivera, who like he should have been fired. <laughs> so I'm very curious to hear what Derek Jeter has to say about Aaron Boone staying on as manager of the New York Yankees. Great for Aaron. I like Aaron. I played with Aaron, you know, and, and sometimes when you're in a situation like that, it's almost like you're in a no-win situation. And um, unless you win, right? I guess, you know, but, but I like Aaron. And, and once again, I haven't been around the team. Like, I had my head down in Miami for four and a half years, so I wasn't paying close attention. But I like Aaron. And, and look, he puts him in a position every year to, to have that chance to win. And ultimately, it comes down to players. All right, so Derek Jeter Gordon once again, once again doing a great job of not really saying a lot. Not saying a word. He <laughs> but, knows Aaron personally, and he played with him, so he likes him. But I don't know anything about what's going on outside of the fact that, you know, the Yankees are pretty good every year, so you have to, I guess, give him some credit is basically what he's saying. <laughs> when I heard him, it took me back, and I always use this line, and I, listen, I was around Derek for 2,750 of these pregame and postgame pressers. But the one that stood out to me the most was him when A-Rod was hurt. And we go back to him and say, Derek, you know, A-Rod's back in the lineup. He is? A-Rod's back? Well, you guys know more than I do. I didn't know he was back. It's right. like, yeah, right. Come on. Yeah, he doesn't Stop. know anything about what's going on. It just so happens he also doesn't want to talk about what you're asking him. So <laughs> exactly, out perfect. Exactly. Now, here's, um, here's Joe Torrey. Now, this is an interesting question. Apparently – 
the former Yankee skipper was asked about the Yankees being motivated by the 2004 ALCS highlights because clearly, and I think Michael ripped into some folks about yeah. this, <laughs> about the Yankees being motivated because they were, Boston was down 3-0 against them and came back to, to, to win. Uh, here's the former Yankee manager. I know you try anything. Well, well, I think my guess, and I, you know, I didn't know what had happened, but my guess is, uh, you know, they were trying to show that it can be done. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, we let it get away from us. But, uh, you know, whatever, whatever they think is going to help, I, you know, I'm all for it. You know, again, you know, you you don't hide from anywhere. We had a three nothing lead, and it. Uh, It'll always be a, a sad time for us, but you, you know, you give the Red Sox credit too. They didn't back off. They went after it and they got us. See ya! Lot of conversation back then, Gordon, if you remember, about Tory not encouraging players to bunt on Schilling yeah, with the Bloody of Sock. Sure. And uh, I remember having a conversation with a former Yankee who said to me that there were people on the bench who were telling Tory, let them bunt on him. If he's out there, mm-hmm. don't, don't feel sorry for him. If he's out there, Absolutely. he's out there. And Joe was like, no, I can't do that. That's not the way to go. So, I mean, but here's another one, Gordon. Well, I don't really know. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, they, you know, they don't want to put themselves in the middle of it. So I get that. Um, you know, there's, they don't want to kick a guy when he's down kind of thing. You know, there's their fraternity of players and managers and stuff like that. So It was a bad idea, Gordon. You could say that. It was a bad yeah. idea. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> if you're that, Joe that Torrey, was a terrible you idea. I, I'm just saying I, I can understand them not saying, you know, coming out and, and hammering Aaron Boone or anything like that. I'm not surprised by that. But, no, that idea. No. To, That's what he should have said. It was a bad idea. <laughs> try to motivate them with highlights of the Yankees and one of their war- – I mean, you'd have to say – the worst moment in the history of the franchise. Absolutely. No question. It's not blowing, even close. Not just blowing a 3 nothing lead, blowing it to the Red Sox. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Terrible. And, and, as, and, if, as if Big Poppy was walking through the door for you that you could relate to this. And what I don't get about that is, and I don't think Michael brought this up, how many people that had to go through to get approved? Exactly. I would love to know. Yeah. Because right. you would think, like, the first person who said it out loud would get laughed out of the room. Uh, fired. <laughs> if not fired, but at least laughed out of the room. But there had to have been a series of people that, that somebody had the idea, and they ran it up the chain, and I, I'm guessing everybody was on board with it. I, I can't believe that you would want here's – here's the idea. Go ahead and think about this. I have an idea. Here's what I think we can do. Okay, here's a way to motivate them. Let's show them the worst mistake they've ever made. Yeah. And that will encourage them to not make the same mistake again. Well, guess what? They're not up 3-0. So it doesn't help them. It yeah. doesn't help them. Stop. I, I just can't get it, you know, because you know how these things work in like a big, and I, I don't even know what it would be like in the Yankees, but I mean, a big company, something gets floated and it has to get approved by this one and that one and this one and that one. That would be approved by a series of people yeah, is, is I mean, kind of hard to believe. I mean, how do you put that? How do you want to show? How is that highlight film even available in Yankee Stadium? How would you even? That, that yeah. shouldn't even be like nobody should ever want to see that. Like that is so bad. You shouldn't even want to mention 2004 ALCS to I a mean, Yankee. I would think that brass. just simply mentioning, hey, this has been done before. 
being down 3-0. Some, there's been a team that's done it before. You know, like, that's enough. Yeah. Uh, let's not get into specifics and showing, <laughs> showing let's show the you highlights. how bad you were. Yeah. Look at this. Look how bad you were. Look how you. Oh, my God. Look how you choked. Look how you gave up. Look, look, look at this. Look at this. Yeah. And that's supposed to motivate a bunch of people who weren't even there. Except for Aaron Boone. (laughs) In the history of bad ideas, that one's high up on the list. And then, of course, there's CeCe Sabathia. Now, Gordon, CeCe Sabathia and Aaron Judge, this has been an interesting dichotomy between the two of them, right? Because CeCe has been steadfast in saying up until maybe, I think, the the last of his gigs on MLB Network of saying that, no, 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 no. Um, Ortani is the MVP. Mm-hmm. Judge had a great year. Love Judge. But Ortani is the MVP. So I'm very curious to hear what he has to say about Judge staying with the Yankees. So here's what um, here's what CeCe Sabathia said on pitching Aaron Judge to stay in pinstripes. Why would I need to make a pitch for him to stay here? He knows what this place is. He just had the best season in baseball history in the Yankee uniform. So there's no pitch to give him. Uh, what do you think about him joining Frisco, CeCe. I mean, for me, it was just, just you know my family. You know, I don't. He don't have kids yet. Um, I mean, and sometimes when you when you think about playing at home, it could be a bigger headache than than anything. You know, having a chance to be six hours away from his family, <laughs> you know, for me, turned out to be a better thing. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it just depends on the guy and the player. Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting, Gordon. I think CC makes a makes a good point. We talk about, and that's the big draw with the Giants, right? Is that he's close to home? He's not, no kids. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Does he? Does does is that a major factor? I still think, and once again, we don't know. We're only guessing, but I still think the major factor for him still is money and years. Yeah, I would think so. I don't think family enters into it yet. I mean, it, it, it's it's a piece of it. But clearly, uh, he's got the support of his family. They flew around every ballpark in, <laughs> in the American League until he got this the, yeah. the record. Uh, look, uh, you know, he's. It, it's amazing how well he's done keeping this quiet and keeping mm-hmm. this private when I'm sure there's people he has talked to about things, but they have kept it locked down so much so that, you know, I mean, like think about all the news that Jeff Passan breaks or Buster yeah. only breaks. Nobody really has a read. And Passon was on with the K show yesterday and, and basically said, if I, if I was to tell you what I think is going to happen, it would just be a guess at this point. I don't really know. So, uh, yeah, he's done a great job of keeping it quiet. It's just weird to me that people would think that, like, CC Sabathia would have any power at all. <laughs> like, like, Aaron Judge doesn't have enough people in his ear. He has to go to CC Sabathia. Like, I think it's going to be his agent, his manager, his people, his family. I think that, that I think he'll have all the, the, the opinions that he needs from those people and his own opinion on what the right thing is to do. This is what happens when you keep your information so close to the vest that we in the media are scrambling yep. to try to find anything to see if we can content. get something. Yeah, we got to find something to see, okay, maybe this will be, well, let's ask CeCe. He, he went through free agency before. What would mm-hmm. he do? You know, it's, 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 that, it's that way. And so uh, that's the situation we're in right now is just trying to find out what is he going to do? Where, where is he going? And, you know, Gordon, this, this is and this has this is just beginning. <laughs> it hasn't right. even started yet. Well, look, I mean, they're, they're, they're bringing back Aaron Boone. I know that there's been some reports that today that Brian Cashman is not a foregone conclusion that he is back. But the expectation, I still think, is that he is back, too. If they bring back those two. 
and the Yankees, however it happens, lose Aaron Judge, the firestorm. I mean, I think it will be unlike anything outside of maybe blowing the 3-0 lead against the Red Sox. But what happens if they don't bring Cashman back, Gordon? Just hypothetically. What hap- What would that say to Yankee fans? You bring back Boone, but you don't bring back Cashman. I'm curious. Let's ask them. 1-800-919-3776. If the Yankees said today, right now, there's a statement that comes out and says, Brian Cashman is not returning, what does that mean to you? I tell you what it means to me as an outsider, but I'm interested to hear what it means to Gordon and you, the Yankee fan. That's next. You're listening to ESPN New York tonight on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Gordon, I'm curious. If the Yankees said right now, no Cashman, for me, it would be, wow. They really, really, really know that it's time for a change, that he has really wore out his welcome because there's no way that you would ever think that he would lose his job. And especially after this, but Gordon, I would have to say he had a long run. And my and my my main thought would be, I mean, you got swept in the ALCS. That's as bad as it gets. That's a real indictment on the roster you put together. Well, look, it would tell me a lot of things. Uh, the first thing it would tell me is that my alarm clock is about to go off uh, because obviously I'm sleeping and there's I'm dreaming right now because this is not real. This is not real life. Um, so that would be the first thing. Like, the alarm is about to go off and it's probably time to, to get up and get moving. Um, but if it actually did happen in real life, that would tell me that the Yankees do at least have the desire to win. You know, there's been a lot of conversation on the K show about, you know, maybe the Yankees need to change the mantra of every season that does not end in a championship is a failure. Um, But I think that the main look, I don't think that most people actually think that. But what they do think is the Yankees should be going for it every year. Right. They expect the Yankees to go for it every year. And it just feels like the last couple of years, they really haven't been going for it. And it, there's a perception, and I think it's, a, it's, it's the truth, it's reality, is that Hal Steinbrenner is content as long as the building is filled, as long as the team is good. If the team's in the playoffs, he's content. It's not really about win at all costs and win championships. That's not the goal. The goal is just to be good. Make sure that the team makes the playoffs. Make sure that the building is filled most days and that that's really the only thing they care about. So if they were to say to Brian Cashman, he is not going to be back, I would be stunned. And it would at least be the first sign, the first sign really, I think, in a long time, maybe ever, that the perception is not true that the Yankees are just content with selling a lot of tickets and being a good team, not a great team. Gordon, there's something to be said for sustainable success, right? As a oh, Mets fan, I would love the sustainable success that the Yankees have had. <laughs> okay, I would love it. Every year, you're in the running for postseason play every year. But after a while, the, the sustainable success isn't that much of a success if there isn't a championship at the end of it. And unfortunately, and listen, I know there's been other teams that have had runs that have not been in the postseason, have not won championships in forever. And my, my team, the Mets, are one of those teams that haven't won the championship in forever. But, Gordon, they're not the Yankees. And as you have said throughout the week, 
act like you're the Yankees, act like it. And this is not what we expect from the Yankees. And, you know, LaGreca made an interesting point. There were years when, you know, if you said the Yankees bought their championship, the fans would be horrified. No, we Jeter is homegrown and Pettit is homegrown and so on and so forth, right? And now it's like you have the opportunity to buy it, and they won't buy it. <laughs> they won't buy it, Gordon. No. They're like, let, let's let's show that we can. Let's prove to you that we we can also do trades and have a nice, you know, minor league system to bring our players up like other teams do. No, that's not what you do well. Do what you do well. You have the money, spend it. <laughs> what, what, what do you care about? What other people think? You didn't used to care about it. Why do you care now? Yeah, and I mean. They will tell you, the Yankees will tell you, and I'm sure whenever they do talk uh, about this season, that they'll bring up some sort of, you know, the playoffs, they're a wild card, right? They're a crapshoot, as they'll tell you. You know, it's you can't really plan for the playoffs. You just have to be hot at the right time. And, you know, that's what's caught us. Well, it's not really what's caught you because in the last decade, you've won the division only twice. So if your whole goal is to make sure that you are the best team during the regular season, if the regular season is the true test and the playoffs are such a crapshoot and you're doing such a bang-up job, shouldn't you have won the division more often than two times in the last decade? Yeah, you should have. There's no question about it. You definitely should have won it more. And But but it's not a crapshoot because, once again, you're, you're – what you identify with is winning championships. So that means to me that you know going in that we're trying to win the championship like everybody else. You can't tell me that you're not starting the season and say, well, you know what? We just want to get to – if we just get to the postseason, we're good. That's not that's not what that's not what you that's say. Not, that's not what – yeah, right. Again, it, it's not what you say. It's what you do. And you take a look. You know, take a look at the, the last couple of years – um, the moves that have been made, the moves that have not – I mean, just this past off season, the big move was Donaldson and IKF. Yeah. That is not, that is not the move of a team that is hell-bent on winning a championship. It's just not. No. It's not the Yankees, clearly. No. The Yankees are getting Carlos Correa. The Yankees are getting you know, Trey Turner. The Yankees are in the running for getting somebody that can, you know, what did our former colleague uh, used to say – is you when you walk into Yankee Stadium on the field, the players on the field, it's like you're walking through Monument Park already. You're walking, they've got nothing but Hall of Famers on the field. That's what you expect from the Yankees, Gordon, and that's what you've not gotten under Hal Steinbrenner. And the question becomes, when does he change, when does he loosen the reins on that checkbook? Is it now? Because guess what? He may have to pay a lot of money, but the bottom line is, this is past, well, Tampa's doing it this way. This is all past that now. You got swept in the ALCS, and you and you weren't really competitive except for one game. I mean, being honest, you swept out over thirty times in in three games, Gordon. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's pretty clear, right? I mean, the the offense has been the issue every single year, and the Yankees are an organization that should never have a stopgap. No, right? like it should not be. Hey, we're just going to plug this guy in for a year, and uh, you know, our shortstop is going to be ready maybe next year. So let's just. Plug in IKF as the shortstop this year, even though the metrics told you he wasn't a great shortstop. He was a good defensive third baseman, not so much a great defensive shortstop, and that's how it played out. So we'll see. Um, It's very hard for me to believe that the Yankees have now had this come-to-Jesus moment and something's going to be different. 
I expect Cashman to be back. I expect Boone to be back. I expect the payroll to kind of remain the same. They'll go out and they'll make their moves. I've said before, I think that Aaron Judge will be back. But the downside of that is if Aaron Judge is back, well, then there's probably not going to be any other blockbuster moves. Yeah. That's, that's going to be the big move. And then they'll make a little tweak here or there, and they'll tell you about the injuries, and they'll tell you about this thing or that thing. We like our young players. But again, the only time they've won a title with Hal Steinbrenner as the owner, what did they do that offseason? They went out and they spent a ton of money. Mm-hmm. ton of money. They went out and got Teixeira. They went out and got CeCe. They got um, A.J. Burnett as well. Mm-hmm. They spent a ton of money. They were the Yankees. It's about time the Yankees get back to being the Yankees. And here's the scary thing. Uh, you know, there's no guarantee Judge is going to have a year like he had. Oh, no, to of course like not. He had this year. There's no guarantee. <laughs> so you don't know what you're getting from him next year. You don't know. Yeah. And, and, and look, here, here's the thing. The clock is ticking. Yeah. The clock is, you know, they, they have been an above 500 team every year since I think it was 92. It's amazing. I mean, 1992 run. is the last it's time the Yankees run. had a losing season. It's unbelievable. It's almost certainly coming down the road here. Right? Yeah. Like, I gave you the ages before. Next year, Rizzo will be 33. Mm-hmm. Um, Judge will be 31 wherever he plays. Stanton will be 32. DJ LeMayhew will be 34. Mm. Uh, you know, everybody will be an extra year older. And yeah. this is not exactly a young team to begin with. So they got to find some, some major changes, and it just doesn't seem like there's going to be any major changes. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Gordon, I've got some issues about my team. You know, we've been talking to the Yankees, Yankees, Yankees because they just ended. But, you know, the Mets have some decisions to make as well on the number of players. One especially that Jeff Passan talked about yesterday. Yeah, and, and far more decisions than the Yankees. I mean, the yeah. Yankees, it's all kind of wrapped up in one guy and then where you go from there. The Mets, they got questions all over the place. They do. They do. They really do. They do. Let's go to the phones. 1-800-919-3776. Dave's in Cormac. What's up, Dave? Hey, how are you? I'm really shocked that uh, Aaron Boone is still uh, going to be managing. Are you being sarcastic or you're, are you serious? No, I'm very serious because okay. he really should go. I mean, you look at what he did in the Cleveland series, even though they won that series, he put in a rookie pitcher when he needed a guy with experience. And then this nonsense about uh, Judge should be batting uh, cleanup or fifth. And, and not lead off because, you know, you need a bunch of runs. And, and uh, you know, nobody else was hitting home runs except for him. So you put him uh, in the fourth or fifth spot, and hopefully the guys in front of him get uh, a bunch of hits, and then he'll hit him in. They didn't do that. No, they didn't, Dave. Um, thanks for the phone call. But once again, Gordon, we just, uh, you know, folks, and, and I get the Mets are a little they're different. That's why they had – you know, uh, Alonzo hitting cleanup all year, but they didn't. They have a different philosophy. They believed in, you know, Gordon. They had guys at the top of the lineup that they thought that could get on base, so they didn't put their best guy up front. Uh, the Yankees really had no choice but to put Judge in in, in the top spot or, or second. And to be fair, they weren't the only team. A lot of no. teams put your best hitter Absolutely. up so he hits as much as possible in a game. Yeah. That's what you do. Well, look, when D.J. LeMahieu went down, you know, the Yankees don't really have a high on base guy to put in front of Judge. And if Judge is your best guy to get on base and he's your best guy to go first to third, he's got the best speed on the team and he's your best power threat, I don't really have a problem 
putting him leadoff when there's no real other options. Like who, you know, I completely disagree with hitting him fourth or fifth, but let's say that you hit him fourth. Who are the other three guys? Where, where are you pulling these other three guys from? There, there, there was not that many productive hitters in the Yankee lineup. So I disagree with that. And here's the thing for all the people who think that Aaron Boone, you know, they're focusing their, their attention on Aaron Boone. If they fired Aaron Boone tomorrow, nothing would change. Mm, the scary. next guy would just be another Aaron Boone. And the reason that for that is, is that Brian Cashman runs the organization. If you want fun, if you're mad as hell and you're not going to take it anymore, the guy to focus your anger on is Brian Cashman. He's picking the players. He's picking the manager. It's his philosophy that goes within the organization. So if you want fundamental change and you're focusing on Aaron Boone, I get it. You're, you want a change at the manager's spot. You're, just, you're looking for any kind of change. It's not going to be the change you think. It's just going to be another guy who follows whatever the front office tells him, and, and away you go. It'll be the same exact thing. I will say this, though, Gordon. Glaber Torres' leadoff is not the answer. Of course not. <laughs> My, of course. Anthony and, Rizzo leadoff is not the answer. <laughs> well, I mean, at least Rizzo gets on base with a wall. I yeah. mean, again, you didn't have many good options. Glaber is not that guy. Glaber's <laughs> not a guy who gets on base. Uh, he doesn't have great speed first to third. So, no, that – and you know what? It almost felt like those A-Rod comments forced them to panic and, and make that change. And, I, I mean, that's just – that's mind-boggling to me that they would make a change right after those comments caught fire – and the next day they have Judge batting second. It just didn't make sense. And and the guy that they have batting leadoff is Clayber Torres. That's not right. No, Amazing. that's not the answer. Yeah. It wasn't the answer. Nope. You need somebody that – and what did he do to prove it? What, he hit the first pitch, second pitch? Uh, he, he hit the get, first pitch. He grounded out to shortstop in that first game. <laughs> you didn't even get a chance to see what the pitcher's got. No, him, he's not a work-to-count guy. No, no he's, not, not, he's not an on-base guy. No, he's not a leadoff. He would look, think about all the time we spent talking about Glaber Torres. Nobody anywhere has ever said, you know, i really like to see him bat and leadoff. <laughs> so, I mean, what, what sabermetrician came up with that idea? It, it seems like just a panic. It just seems like a panic yeah. move, like, oh, yeah, let's move Judge down. You know, everybody's screaming about Judge Batten leadoff. We better do something. Why? If you have the – and it's almost like they don't have the, the actual convictions and the things that they say yeah. because they switch them. As soon as they fail, they just go and, and they do something else, like the left-handed bat. Oh, we don't have any left-handed bats. We just need good bats. We don't need the balance. Then all of a sudden it fails. Well, we're bringing in some lefty bats. We're bringing in Rizzo. We're bringing in Gallo. Ah, the home run or bust, you got to – I mean, they eventually changed that because Sanchez was just so bad and, and, and Gallo mm -hmm. was just so bad. But it just feels like they back down on these things that they make it out like, no, no, we know better. And then when it fails, they just switch it up and, and move along, move along. Don't pay attention to the mistakes we've already made. Yeah. And they don't correct them, Gordon. They don't seem to, they don't seem to make adjustments well, it. doesn't to it. seem like they really have an idea how to correct them. Yeah. Like if, if your plan was to improve the offense come October – by going out and improving the defense. Well, how does that fix the offense? Yeah. It's great to have a good defense, but at some point you got to score some runs. You got to hit some balls here. And they just obviously didn't do that. Judge included. Judge included. Judge included. But I Judge was worn out, Gordon. I you know, mentally, physically. Again, I just think he another was. another thing where, you know, during the season, they would absolutely not allow somebody to go 50 days without rest. I mean, how many times have we heard Aaron Boone say, well, you know, he's played 10 days. He's played, played eight days in a row. He really needs a, he needs a blow. Need to get him off his feet. What, he played two months? 
He plays 57 games in a row because of the home run thing. It's very possible the home run chase thing sunk Cost the Yankees. Yeah. It's true. Very true. It's very true. It's very possible. It really is. It really, really is. It's scary. It was scary. 1-800-919-3776. When we return, Gordon and I will talk a little bit about the Mets. Then at the top of the hour, we'll talk some hoops and some, and some, um, some, hoops and some NFL with the local teams. Gordon, here's my tease for the top of the hour. The Jets and the Knicks have something very important and in common for this weekend. They both have something, and it's very early for the Knicks, and it's, 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 and LaGreca said it, it's, it's dire for the Jets. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. They've been on the field so much. They're wearing down, and, and Baltimore's starting to establish the run here, and they're just marching up and down the field on them. They're uh, just outside of, uh, you know, I'm sorry, they're in, uh, you know, the red zone territory right now. Yeah, well, game. I mean, it doesn't help when your offense is as anemic as the, the Bucks' offense has been. You know, yeah. like before the season, we were talking about um, how they lost all these offensive linemen and they've had guys in and out of the lineup in terms of injuries and at the skilled positions. Uh, but we always think, yeah, it's Tom Brady. He'll yeah. figure it out. Tom Brady will figure it out. Yeah. Maybe Not this yet. is the first year Tom Brady ain't figuring it out. Yeah. And then I'm wondering, why did they stop running the ball? I mean, Fournette was big early, Gordon. He got the touchdown. He's got nine carries for 24 yards. It seems like he's, they've abandoned the run a little bit. And they're, yeah. not, and they're not out of the game. I mean, they're down 17-13. Yeah, well, I mean, they have not had a lot of success on offense, uh, really doing anything. Outside of that one big pass that they hit down the, the side there to Mike Evans, yeah. it's, been a real, it's been a real grind for them. They yeah. just have not been able to uh, click. So, yeah, the defense has been on the field a lot. And, look, I don't think that Lamar Jackson's had any uh, – hasn't had a real special game nope. so far, but he you hasn't. allow that guy to be out there long enough, eventually it's going to – He'll get you. He's eventually going to burn you. He'll get you. He'll get you. We'll talk Mets in a second. Let's get to a couple of these calls, Gordon, at 1-800-919-3776. Here's Ellery in Jersey. Ellery, you're next on 98.7. Yeah, how you guys doing? My question is, let's say they do make that move, that the Yankees, I'm sorry, that the Yankees make the move, how long would – how many years would it take for them to get where they need to be? What do you mean? Win a World Series? Yes. Well, I mean, it would depend on what kind of team they put together. I mean, they have a lot of issues with this team right now. Um, they got to figure out, I mean, primarily the offense and what, what does the infield look like next year? All I've heard is that, you know, Josh Donaldson's not going anywhere. Ugh. He's making $23 million. Nobody's going to take him. You're the Yankees. Figure it out. You need to have an actual third baseman who can hit. Now, that might be DJ LeMahieu because you're not moving him. So maybe he goes to third. Okay, fine. If that's the case, well, then you got to get an actual shortstop, a shortstop who can hit the ball. Then you got to figure out what you're doing with Glaber Torres. There were rumors before the trade deadline that Glaber could have been on the move. That didn't happen. I'd at this point kind of be surprised if Glaber is back again next year. Rizzo has a player option. I mean, that's just the infield. And that yeah. isn't even getting to the biggest part of the offseason, which is Aaron Judge. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it depends on, you know, a lot of different things. Is Judge back? Well, if Judge is back, that makes it a little easier to put together an offense. If Judge ain't back, well, then you're really at square one. 
But you got a lot more money to play with. <laughs> yeah. Well, got I mean, you, yeah, that doesn't really make me feel better considering how they spent the money last offseason. Yeah, but they would have to spend the money going. They're replacing the guy. This is, this is your offense. Yeah, but they'd have that to many, replace they, him. But, but who are they? There's nobody out there who they can replace Judge with man for man. And there's not that many great players. This is not like a great free agent class this year either. Mm-hmm. So um, at the end of the day, they I I'm I would just be shocked if they if they do not get a deal done with him. Yeah. They almost have to. <laughs> they almost have to. They really don't have a choice. But but if he if you know, if somebody makes a better offer, go ahead. I'm just I I don't once again, I I've been consistent. I don't think it's money, I think it's years. I think it's gonna be years. It's gonna be the deciding factor for the Yankees. I just do. Yeah. Uh I, I I do think that there is a number that the Yankees will not not go past. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see that being the case, but that number better be high. <laughs> <laughs> it better be really high. Brian's in West Palm. Hey, Brian, you're next on 98.7. How you doing? I want to t- uh, touch on a couple of points. First, um, on D- Darius Tony getting traded uh, to the Chiefs. I know he's had hamstring problems, but I thought the Giants – uh, should have gotten more than just uh, a third round pick for for Tony. And my other point is, uh, I spoke to somebody with the Yankees last year. I had dinner with Hal Steinbrenner, and one of the ho- very high people with the Yankees I was applying for a position there over in Tampa, and they said, in our positions, and she has a major, a, a female has a major uh, position with the Yankees. Said, we stay here for life. This is our only job for our whole career. And if that says something about the the hierarchy of the Yankees, that Cashman, whether good or bad, and I'm not a big Cashman fan, I think he's going to stay on as long as he wants. My point being that these people stay in for their whole careers and there is no change in the Yankee hierarchy. And she has a major job with the Yankees. All right, Brian, thanks for the phone call. I mean, it didn't help Girardi. (laughs) <laughs> no, did not. Nope, Girardi. And he went to the ALCS and got fired. And look, you know, there was a time when, you know, everybody now goes back to the one time when George was running things and yeah. makes it yeah. out like it was all success all the time. He also drove the organization into laughingstock status with mm-hmm. the amount of moves where he would just be changed. Every year you got to August, if not before, Yep. The pitching coach was going, the hitting coach was fired, the manager was fired, the GM was fired. So that's not the right approach either. But the it's almost like um, that experience for, for Hal Steinbrenner was so traumatizing that he's swung things completely in the opposite direction. Yeah. There's no reason that you can't have it's, – it's a good thing to have some change every once in a while, mm-hmm. especially when it hasn't worked. I mean, yeah. like – what are we what are we saying if it doesn't work every single year the guy gets to keep his job it, the same unless is not. unless according to the owner the gm accomplished the goal which is put a good team out there sell out the building make the playoffs and away you go and and we'll see what happens the the, the saying is not uh what was was it the old saying if if it's if it's not broke don't fix it yeah. the saying is not if it's broke don't fix it <laughs> <laughs> saying is, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. That's how the saying goes. So they have to change that. And by the way, Brian, third and sixth round pick. Yeah, you threw from in Kansas that little City. sixth round pick too. I mean, yeah, what did you, you think you were going to get for Kadarius Tony? 
He got two draft picks. He wasn't playing. And, and he wasn't seem just like hurt. he was ever going to play. No. And he's no. a guy that had two good games. Exactly. In two years, two good games. Yeah. Another another great find by Dave Gettleman. Yeah. And listen, Galladay would be gone too. Oh, could we throw in Galladay? <laughs> Can we get a seventh rounder for Galladay? He would be gone too, but the price is too much. Now, if Joe Shane is able to pull that one off, you, he gets executive of the year. Brian Dable gets coach of the year, and Joe Shane gets executive. Of the we year. are he, the Giants. If he can get a bag of footballs, a, a bag of bagels, a bag of, uh, of anything, a bag of sand, whatever it is, bag of sand, bag of sand, whatever, for, for Galladay, that would be fantastic. I don't see it happening. Then he would get the executive of the year for this year and next year already. Oh, he, he, would, get a, he would get his name in the ring of honor. I'm not getting fleeced. Too late. <laughs> Fleece plenty, buddy. <laughs> Too late for that. Gordon, Jeff Passan was on the case show yesterday. We talked about it. And obviously one of the big high-priced ticket items for the Mets is Jacob DeGrom, right? Mm. Uh, Jeff, is he going to be a Met next year? I think the Mets would go in that vicinity. But I don't know that it's their top priority necessarily either. Last time or two times ago when I was on, I, I was talking about my buddy Lowell who said that he would rather have Edwin Diaz come back to the Mets than Jacob DeGrom. And I thought he was bonkers crazy. And now I don't know if it was John Heyman or, or some online poll or something like that, but I think Mets fans were asked who would you rather have come back. And Diaz was like the overwhelming favorite which just doesn't make sense to me it doesn't i love edwin diaz i think he is the best at his job in the big leagues he also pitches an inning at a time and i know people are saying well so does Degrom." but the fact is jake Degrom, when he is healthy and is if not the best pitcher in the world then one of the two or three he is but i think some of the fans gordon are concerned about his long longevity and his his health and the last couple of starts you know, weren't DeGrom-like. And so now you have a decision to make. Is he really going to be worth the money? And it is it is amazing how, you know, we talk about <laughs> what Aaron Judge, the season he had in the walk year. Edwin Diaz's walk year is not bad either. <laughs> no, it's just, you was. know, his role is not as, as exactly. coveted. But, exactly. oh, I mean, he was, he was sensational. Uh, never really, you know, sometimes you have a closer who's on an amazing run and you just know that at some point that meltdown is coming. The meltdown never really came for him. The meltdown came for the Mets. Uh, certainly that was the case at the end, but, uh, no, Diaz was great. And, uh, he is going to certainly cash in this off. Who knows? Maybe even the Yankees might be uh, sniffing around. You never know. They should. Uh, But, um, look, you know, for all the talk about the embarrassment of the, of the Yankee season ending, the Mets probably should be the happiest because the, the way the Mets season ended was completely embarrassing too. And, and the thing is, in, in years past, you'd say, well, the Yankees, the big bad Yankees. Mets had a higher payroll than the Yankees this year. Yep. And didn't get as far. And, and, and I mean, talk about completely melting down the, the, the series against the Braves, losing not two good. or three of the Padres on your own home field. Not good. Um, not good. So, you know, with DeGrom, I don't know what the right path is there. Because he is sensational when he's healthy, but what what confidence can I have that that guy's going to be healthy again as he gets older? I don't. He wasn't hold, healthy the last two years. I mean, that's the concern you have about him. It's you know what it is, Gordon. It's 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 two years ago. Yankee fans talking about Aaron Judge. 
I want to give him the money. I'd love to give him the money. He, can he stay healthy? It's the same thing with DeGrom now. And he's older. Can he stay healthy? Is he going to be able to give me 20 starts a year? I don't think he can do that, Gordon. I don't think you can get 20 starts out of DeGrom. Uh, even don't. if you get 20 starts, what kind of starts? It's great that he goes five innings and he's dominant, but th- that might be all you get. You know, so in, and, in and one, it did seem like at the end of the year, that fastball, you know, first inning it was great. Yep. Second inning it was fine. By the fourth, it was starting to fade. Yeah. 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 So, listen, uh, Steve Cohen's got some decisions to make. He's got DeGrom. He's got Diaz. He's got Brandon Nimmo. He's got, he's got some decisions that have to be made about this team. Uh, and, you know, are they going to bring up the young catcher? Is he coming up next year? Is he going to be the guy? And and you have, like, you know, maybe Nito is the backup to him, and you move on from McCann. What do you do? What do you do with catcher? What You know, what's happening there? Um, Marte, I love Marte Gordon, but he's another guy. Can he stay healthy? I mean, him not being there was a major factor in them losing that losing that series in Atlanta. You know, he's injuries. He's a guy that has had injuries in the past. He's getting older. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, uh you know, Chris Bassett. I mean, he was great early, Gordon. What do I, you know, Ugh, what's happening guy, with him? Big sta- you know, we talk about the big stage in New York. Can you handle it? I mean, he just, he was brutal. Uh, reviews <laughs> on that were not good. If, no. if it were a restaurant, it would have closed in a week. <laughs> it was. So, you know, the Mets have some concerns as well. This this is, you know, this is going to be a, a situation where, and, and listen, Lindor had a great year, but, you know, in key moments, some key moments, Gordon, he didn't show up. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. 